About to listen to Bishop Kwesi Ampofo, pastor of Lighthouse Chapel International, Takare. Bishop Kwesi Ampofo has a unique teaching with a clearer understanding of the word. Get ready for an awesome time in the word and receive your blessing, healing, and prophetic word as you listen to Bishop Kwesi Ampofo. As I sing praises to your name. I began to I think we read from John chapter 4 um, how God is looking for um, true worshippers who worship him in spirit and in truth and then we also read from Romans chapter 12 and we read about how um we read from Romans chapter 12 about how we are supposed to worship God or serve God with our bodies. Okay, so we began to look at worshiping God um, practically. What, what does it mean or how do we worship God? So, we look, number one, we talked about our voices. Isn't that the case? That if you're going to worship God you have to use your voice okay you have to use your voice and we spoke about it at length um, your voice is what you use to sing you, you see what I mean and um, you, you you would speak to the Lord and utter words of worship which is actually something God has um, required of us in Hebrews chapter 13 Hebrews chapter 13 verse 15 Hebrews chapter 13 verse 15 Hebrews chapter 13 verse 15 and um, before I go I would like to recommend this book The Greater Love of Jesus Christ Amen you should try to get one. The main reason why you need this book is because in this era when we are talking about um, um, the call, that many are called, and we are expecting you to uh, move in, um, in the call or respond to the call. What is that call? The call is the call to, you know, evangelize, to witness, and to, and to win souls for the Lord and bring people into church. Amen. So this book, Bishop talks about um, why he talks about the greater love of God, talks about why you must be born again. He talks about steps to being born again. Okay? Steps to being born again. If you are thinking that, wow, how can I um, this is new to me. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. You see, so Bishop talks about steps to being born again. Then he talks about the new creation talks about the new creation so um, when you study it the new creation talks about the seven great principles man is a spirit he has a soul and lives in uh, so the new creation talks about man is a spirit he has a soul 
and lives in the body. So this will teach you about how to educate the person who becomes newly born again. Okay? And then the next one talks about what will happen to you when you die. You see, that's a very interesting topic that you could use to talk to people when you are witnessing to them. So what will happen to you when you die? Then number six talks about seven people who will be in hell. You see, six people who will be in hell. Then number seven is, or chapter seven is a glimpse into hell. A glimpse into hell. One of the things that many people don't know about at all, many Christians don't know about at all, is they don't know anything about hell and then they don't know anything about heaven. They don't know, they, all they know is that hell is um, fire where Satan is going to be. You see, but there is more to know about hell. Amen. There is more to know about hell. There are, there are things about hell that you should understand or know. When you know them, it will even make you more determined not to go there. Okay? And there are things to know about heaven also. I was listening recently to a message by Benny Hinn, and he was talking about heaven, talking about the things we see in heaven. And he will use scriptures, and he will show us there will be horses in heaven, there is a sea in heaven, there is a mountains in heaven, there are this in heaven, there are trees in heaven. So he took his time to go through all those things that we shall see in heaven. Then he says, what is happening in hell? And then how the blood of Jesus can save you from hell. So this book, Greater Love, is a must-have. It's a handbook every Christian must have. Because when you have this book and you study it, it will give you very good knowledge about salvation, about the new creation, about hell, why you shouldn't go there, and give you very good understanding about how to be born again, you know, and all those processes, okay? Try and get a copy so that you can be blessed. Add it to the books that you have. And then, I also want to um, introduce, reintroduce to you this book by Prophet Kakrabedin called Squatters. Squatters. Now, Squatters is um, Bishop Baden's first book he wrote, and it's a very powerful book. You, you, you need to have this book. You need to have this book. You need to have this book. If somebody would dash you money or borrow you money, lend you money so that you can buy a book, this book, you need to have it. Why do I say that? Because this book is a, a revelation on demons and how they interfere with your life. Amen. It's a revelation on demons, how they operate. And the chapters, some of the chapters in the book, I'll quickly mention a few. Um, it talks about, chapter one is living with the enemy. Living with the enemy. And he talks, the revelation there is the fact that many of us actually have demonic um, trespasses in our lives sometimes even in our homes our offices there are certain spiritual entities that are there dwelling there with us living there with us do you understand so chapter one he talks about living with the enemy you know many people live where they stay like your house there are many animals in your house 
that you don't know about. <laughs> you understand? There are many animals in your house that you don't know are there. Yeah, so you are actually living with some things you don't know. And when we come to spiritual things also, there are things in our lives, you know, things that have followed you from the time you were born. Things that um, were assigned to you before you were even born. Things that came to you when you were five years old. You see, we've, we've been through various things in life before we got saved, born again. There were certain spiritual contacts, uh, covenants, agreements that were made, you know, sometimes by ourselves unconsciously or consciously, and sometimes by others in relation to us. So your life has certain connections that you are not aware of. And you may have lived with a certain deficiency. For example, you may have lived with an allergy for a long time. But what you don't know is that it's a demon that can be cast out. Are you with me? Or you may be living with a certain behavior. You see? And that is what everybody knows you even by. Maybe you have a certain habit. You see? But what you don't know is that that habit you think is normal is actually a demonic influence. And you can actually break that thing by revelation and knowledge. So, Chapter 1 is living with the enemy. Chapter 2 is physical squatters. Then he explains what a physical squatter is. You see, for example, if you take the Fijai road, you see all those tracks on the road are squatters. And the district chief executive and the Saima people or whoever they are massacre them. Do you get what I mean? And they are squatters because that is not, it's not a fitting shop. And it's not a garage and it's not a parking place you see but today the place is continuing a time will come in we cannot use that road at all it will be it will be totally blocked by illegal parking of trucks and vehicles and the authorities have allowed it chapter 3 talks about spiritual squatters then chapter 4 talks about the history of demons so he does a little history of demons, how they came into being and how they operate. Then chapter 5 talks about the abode of demons, where demons live, where demons stay, where they enjoy to stay. The number one place a demon wants to stay is in a human being. That's the number one place. They like to be in living things to the extent that they would even choose to be in pigs than just to be cast out and they'll be dwelling in dry places you see and then another revelation he talks about there is in chapter 6 can a spirit inhabit a house can a spirit inhabit a house it's a chapter and he talks that he has an interesting um, testimony there of how um, a certain man wanted to sell his property and he could not sell the property and he called him to pray that he went to pray and then in the evening when he slept he got a vision and he had gone to the house and there was a certain woman living in the house so he went to fight with the woman and sacked the woman and the next day by 11 in the morning somebody called and bought the house you see so then he talks about um, how spirit inhabits places even houses then he goes to chapter 7 let god arise Everybody say, and his enemies 
be scattered. Amen. Then chapter 8, let us pray. So then he begins to talk about um, spiritual warfare um, techniques. Then number 9, he talks about rest on every side. So when the demons are deleted from your life, you begin to enjoy rest on every side. Then number 10, hosting the Holy Spirit. How to host the Holy Spirit. Wow. You see, and you may not know him, but I know him. So when, when he is talking about, he says, hosting the Holy Spirit. And he has written to tell us how to host the Holy Spirit. You have to take him seriously. Amen. So this is a rare book. She doesn't have a lot of copies of them. And I will encourage you to buy. So these two books, um, Greater Love of Jesus Christ and Squatters, you must get them. Don, come for your book. All right. Are you in the church? Are you going to buy the books? You'll be blessed when you get them and read them. Okay? So we want to look at Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15. On our journey to worship. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15. You know, your attitude to worship. And he says there that by him therefore, let us, let's all read it. Everybody go. Let us offer a sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Amen. So we can see that praise and worship, for that matter, are actually referred to as the fruits of our lips as you sing worship you see as you sing worship to the lord you are actually bearing some fruits and it's going to heaven fruits 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 is going there the bible says that our fruits will follow us our works will also follow us but our fruits are also some things that we are going to present to the Lord. You know, fruits are very important to God. When you read one of the things about heaven is that there are some trees in heaven that bears different types of fruits all the time. <laughs> it bears different kinds of fruits. It's a tree. It's a one tree, but it bears different types of fruits. You know, so one of the fruits that you bear as a Christian it's a bearing fruit. One of the fruits that you bear is the fruit of worship. Are you in the church? Let me read that scripture to you um, about the trees that bear fruit in, in heaven. It says, in the midst of the street of it, on either side of the river, was there the tree of life, which bear twelve manner of fruits amen the tree bore what 12 manner of fruits now i haven't researched but i'm sure that if we looked into what god expects of you they could easily be categorized into 12 amen and i'm sure if god is expecting multiple types of fruit from one person you see one of the fruits that you must bear apart from souls 
You see, we have the we have the duty of bearing fruit in terms of souls. I listen, Hannah. You, you get what I'm saying? You have the duty. You have to bear fruits in terms of souls. One the, another fruit you have to bear is the fruit of worship and praise. You, you see, it's an expectation that 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 comes from you. Thankfulness, worship, praise is a fruit that that you would bear. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure another fruit that you bear would be prayer because Bible says of Ananias that your prayers have come ascended as a memorial. You see, it's a memorial. So it's like the prayers have changed into something that is there that you can be remembered by. That when as they go, as Jesus goes, he will say, What is this? Then he will say that this one is your prayers. Then you see that it's just three apples or four. The another person's always like one thousand. You see that you'll not be happy. You see, so the revelation I'm giving you today is that worship, whenever you have the opportunity to worship, you are actually doing something number one, God has commanded you to do. You see, so you are actually obeying a scripture as you worship. And when you worship, you also bear fruits with your lips. You are bearing fruits. Like how when you win souls, you are bearing fruits. When you worship also, you are bearing fruits. Amen. Hallelujah. So, this is a very important mind you should have about worship. That, wow, when I'm worshiping, I am bearing fruits. I am bearing fruits. I am bearing fruits. As I worship, I am bearing fruits. You see, you have to do it intentionally. You have to do it with the mind that you are, you are, you are gaining something. You are storing up something. You see, that will be of benefit to you. Are you getting the whole thing? Yeah. Very, very important. So, when we say we have a time of worship, you should not joke with it at all. When you are in worship, nothing should distract you at all. Nothing should make you turn your head. When we are in worship, in fact, you shouldn't be calling people. You shouldn't be tapping people and tapping the person that you want to ask whether the chair is for somebody. I mean, a true worshiper can actually give you a slap. You see, because you don't know where you have brought him from. You see, because before he can ascend into the heavens, <laughs> you don't know what it takes. But it takes a lot. It takes a lot. It takes a lot. You see, even this preaching, I'm preaching and all these things I'm talking about and all I'm doing it so that we can ent- we can really enter into the worship. We can really enter the worship. Worship is is an end in itself. Maybe if, if if I can say that, worship is an end. Worship is not something you are doing because you are waiting to do something else. Amen. I've shown you that worship is when you worship, you're obeying a command. Is that not the case? When you are worshipping, you are also bearing fruits. When you worship, you are bearing fruits. 
more fruit. So, I mean, you now can imagine how your fruit will be. Looking at the way your worship is. You see, some people's fruits are like um, fruits with maggots in them. Dry fruits that are not working. The way your worship is. You get, yeah. You, you don't even know the words. You see, you don't know the words. But when you don't know the words, you can flow with the melody. But if you know the words, it's also very powerful. Because when you know the words, then it's not even only worship. It's also a prayer. You see, it's also a prayer. Because we can decide to do warfare, you know, through worship and praise. You see, we can decide to do warfare through worship and praise. So that is why sometimes when the pastor is going to pray for people, then he will lift certain tongue, songs. Like, for example, you can sing a song like, Onam from a moon, Ori, Yenejuma, Jesus Christ, Ori. He's trying to, by that, you see, psychologically, you know, and today I'll just, I spoke about the voice, I spoke about the lifted hands. Today I'll just add one more, which is, your mind your mind you see so when the pastor starts to sing that or he starts to sing um um healing what, what healing song comes to your mind i am the lord that he left thee i am the lord that he left thee i am the lord your healer you see he's he's trying to psychologically make you ready for that and then by singing it he's also you know asking god or telling god or i don't want to use the word but challenging god you see to sort of prove you know um himself but i i say that guardedly because you remember jesus he didn't want to make god to prove himself so it's not as if you want to make god prove himself but when you say that it's like wow god will say that oh he believes that i am a healer and it will also make God, you know, to move, you know, sometimes. So, we sing the songs for a purpose. We sing the songs sometimes to overcome the devil. Are you getting the whole thing? So, the songs, when you know the words, is also very good. Okay? And it helps. So, it's a double or triple effect. It's a prayer. It's a statement. Sometimes it's a, it's a proclamation of faith. You see, it's a proclamation of faith. So when you are singing the song, um, you are also declaring your faith. Like what song? What song comes to your mind that declares your faith? Here is so demons of darkness, so you will know where we stand. We are his purchased with scars bought by the blood of the lamb the blood of the lamb then we see the chorus we are people of god called by his name called from the dark and delivered from shame one holy race saints everyone 
because of the blood of Christ Jesus the Son. You see, when you sing that song continuously, you become bold in the Lord. Amen. And you become stronger as you approach a prayer topic. You see? So when we release the topic, you become like a wild Doberman dog on the topic. You finish Satan in two minutes. Amen. Hallelujah. I listen to me. So, worship, the, the privilege or the duty of worship is, you should not, is, is worship is an end in itself. That's what I said, isn't it? And what it means is that when you can start and end worship and you have finished something complete. When we talk about the church service, the worship is at the beginning of the service. So the service is not complete without the preaching and the altar call. Amen. So in a service, the worship is not the end. But then worship can be an end in itself. We can say we are coming to just worship the Lord. From beginning to end, it's worship and we've ended. It's complete. Worship is not waiting for something. And if we, you cannot overcome that mind, you see, whenever you come here, that we are doing the worship because it's the first thing we are we seem to be doing you would think that we are waiting for something but we are not waiting for anything the worship that we say we are doing from four o'clock to five thirty that is it. it it is it is not it is not meant to um it, it is not a john the baptist act activity it's not like we are doing the worship then the Passover service will come like now is the preaching yes so this is what we're waiting for no it's the worship I mean it's just that we also don't want it to go but it's like oh yeah worship I hope I'll call you can go then we'll continue with the Passover service do you, do you get what I'm saying yeah you see so your mind must begin to um, modify modify to understand that it is worship we, we come beginning to end is the time of worship and that is what we came to do amen when we finish it we are doing another thing which is the passover service which is a preaching and a prayer time possibly so the worship is an end in itself that you can wake up at the morning 4 30 in the morning and you, you lift up your hands and you just worship the lord you know worship the Lord and worship the Lord and worship the Lord and then you can end with it and you have done something which is complete something that is God likes something that is beginning to end ended it's not as if you have to add anything to it are you understanding what I'm saying yeah many of us lack the ability to worship and that's why that's why you learn it in church that's why last week I even made us to learn a song and so the song looks obvious but you'd be surprised many people don't know the words of the song you see so because you need to be a worshipping type of person that way if you have five minutes or ten minutes you can worship or if we called you come and lead the worship you should be able to lead the worship it's very important it's as important as even being born again Amen. 
is as important as even being born again. I'm telling you. When you are born again, what's the next thing? The next thing, worshipping God and the winning souls. Now, worship is what attracts God. Amen. So, the Bible says, is this some hundred? But I give us some hundred verse one. Some hundred verse one. Some hundred verse one. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Next verse. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with it's, it's even like 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 a code. Come before his presence with singing. Do you know when you go, this is not the verse I want, but it's just reminding me of something. If, for example, you are going to see Pastor Alex for something, so you drive to his house, you get to the house. When you get to the house, what would you do first? First of all, you have to greet. Is that not the case? Then after you greet the person, then you, the person will offer you a chair. You know, then when you sit down, the person will ask you why you have come. Then you would also start, oh, it is not any um, bad thing that has bothered us here, you know. And um, there are just a few things that um, I came to see you um, about. You see, then you start. But before then, he may ask you, how's your wife? You see, then so she's fine. Then you also ask, oh, how how the kids, how the children, how this, that, that, that. And if you know him a bit, he may say, so how's business? You see, all those things you are doing, you are just preparing the grounds for what you are actually going to ask. Depending on what you are going to ask, you may have to do a longer one. You see, maybe you are going to ask him for money. So that one, you have to let it be long, small. <laughs> you see, all, the, all that thing that you do is you, it's like singing. You are preparing for something that you want to do. But you have to prepare the person's heart. You see, sometimes if, if even you have borrowed before, you haven't paid so you must even begin by explaining <laughs> why you haven't paid and all that and everything, how the Lord and how life has been, all that and that. I mean, I wonder how you can go back when you haven't paid, but some people, they don't have shame, so they can go. So when they go, they will explain all that and everything, receive forgiveness for that and all that before they will ask another one. You see, there's always some kind of singing before. You don't just go and start talking. In any situation, in anything you do, if you go to your father's house, you go to your mother's house, there's always some small protocol you have to go through before you actually talk about the real reason why you are there. Is that not the case? That thing you are doing, he says what? Come before his presence with singing. You see? Come before his presence We've seen. That is why when we start a church service, we don't just start with the preaching. We will start with what? Singing. And the singing can be worship or praise. In fact, you, you may think that worship is a slow song, but no, 
you know, I remember I bought a CD. There was worship in the house, praise in the house. And the worship in the house was fast songs. And the praise in the house was slow songs. And I was always wondering whether the people made a mistake, you know. But I think all these are some misconceptions that if we don't go through it, you, you cannot really, you know, worship God the way you must worship him. Yeah. You see, because your mind has certain fixed things. Like worship is a small thing that you do before a main thing. It's, it's a mind you must kill. That worship is, you have a problem. You can either pray, you can either worship. You can also give an offering. You can sow a seed in a man of God's life. All these are possible ways of solving a certain problem. You see, so worship is one, and you should lift up worship high in your life because if for nothing, it's a command. Psalm 100, verse 3. We've read one, we've read two. Know ye that the Lord, He is God, it is He that have made us, and not we ourselves. We are His people and His sheep of His pasture. Amen. And then, verse 4. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. So you can see that so far he's trying to, you know, as you're approaching God, we have got it to verse 4. There's nothing about your request, but it's rather all about making God feel good. Okay? Singing to God, making melody to him. You, you understand what I'm saying? And it's one of the ways to attract God's attention to you. In fact, he even says that the password for entering into the courts of God is what? Singing. Thanksgiving. Enter his gates. How do you enter the gates? Okay, enter his gates with complaints. So you see, you can't enter even with prayer. You just can say, we want to enter into the presence of God. You are praying. No, no, no. It's wrong. You must enter with what? Thanksgiving. So, you, even if it's not a song, you can you start. Oh Lord, we thank you for tonight. We bless your name. We thank you so much for the privilege of coming into your presence lord tonight we just want to bless your name and we we come to you with thanksgiving we come to you with praise in our hearts oh what a good god you are what a mighty god you are there is none like you we lift up your name oh god receive your adoration we bless your holy name you see even that should be in the form of thanksgiving worship and praise the talking even the talking is in that format you see so you need to learn how to how to do it. Ah, where is Elikam? You, you see, the chiefs come. When you are going to the chiefs, there, are, there is a way to talk to them. You see. So it's called Imrania. So God, the trees, they've developed, I, I don't know about the other people, but they, they have Imrania that they can say to the Lord. Can you give us a few examples of Imrania? Mebos in mebom rane mrane sewoe 
Mebozin me bomra nimra nise wampa. Eja san beji waye yo. Mi hunya minkao. Onya me waweni. Wonsanun jumaye wanwa. Wona wazi ye morning yina chengen. Wazi umoja hohru ye Israhine. Israel conquering Abraham nyame Jacob nyame Israel nyame Jacob nyame o fata say ye would deny why o nyame gwamba wo kum no o nyame gwamba wo se na wo fata o nyame gwamba wo kum no wo ye dada nyankopona e frititi we yo nyame we nim we chi nyame biara ni ho then God will be shaking himself oh. Ye 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 aye aye semi bombra ni me bombra ni je semi bombra ni anefatawara osaberi manyami hasida sewo ibinum frefra bosom ibinum frefre isio ibinum frefre samanfo yendie yenye bido Wonkwana ye frefre wo senye nunko frefre swan up a hima. Who's it then? Wonkwana ye den. Wonkwana ye bedeng. Wonkwana ye frefre wo. Senye nunko frefre su anapa. Said dear. Enunku frefre su anapa. Ekutu. Dang. Enunku is like the clouds call. Ah. How the clouds clouds call for water. In the morning. In the morning. Say it again. Said there. Enunku frefrensu. Enunku frefrensu. Even the Koton Kori, what does it mean? It's, it's, it's an acronym. It's an acronym. Yeah. It's a word. Are you understand what I'm saying? You, you notice that you are totally bereft of any of these type of words. But when you read the Bible, you see that they address God always with them. The maker of heaven and earth. The one who did that, this and that. The one who overcame something. You can have a whole chapter. They talk about his acts. They say the one who, who overcame the gods of this, the one who did this, the one who did this, the one who parted the sea, the one who overcame Pharaoh and his chariots, the one who did it. All this, they are saying it. You see, God, he, he likes fans who, that for eternity, the only thing we shall do is to give him fans. For eternity. The only thing we will do is to give him fans. You see, so, when we, are, when we are talking about worship, I'm actually talking about a very powerful thing. Very powerful thing. Very powerful thing. It will make you untouchable. It will make you unstoppable. It will make you unquenchable. Yeah. It will make you unquenchable. Yeah. 
You see, some people, they have some people come to say certain things to them. They like, they enjoy them. You see, when he hears that that, that person has a problem, he says, oh, no, 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 this is my guy. No, no, this guy can't touch him. And so this guy can't touch him, release him. This, this guy, no, no, because he, he, he's somebody who believes in you. And you, authority, Yeah. He comes and he respects you. As many people don't respect you, many people don't regard you and all that. There's this one guy, he really believes in you. Do you think that the, the big man will allow him to remain in the cells? No. Why do we have um, um, idiomatic expressions like um, bottom licking? They say some people are bottom lickers. Some people are boot lickers. Some people are, what other expression do they have? Some people are yes men. You see? You are insulting the man that he's a yes man. He's got a contract. He's a, he's a musician, but he's making roads. You are the one who's not a yes man, you see. You, you are coming with certificates. You see, so you see that a wonderful thing will happen. That doesn't happen a lot. An engineer qualified to make a road with certificate degrees and company will bid for a job to make a road. He won't get a job. A musician huh, who only goes to say yes <laughs> to the boss he will get a job. He will get a job and come and employ you, the engineer, with all your qualifications and calculations. Or you haven't seen musicians making road before? Yeah. Or hairdressers making roads. They will get a contract, a whole contract that a consultancy should get. It will go to a hairdresser. Why do you think it went to her? She knows how to do praise and worship. You, you don't. You, you don't enter the court with thanksgiving. No. You come with complaints. When you enter now from the gate, you start the complaints. <laughs> you won't get anything. So I'm showing you something. You have to buy worship CDs. You have to learn songs. You have to learn to sing them. Even when you read the scripture in um, is it, um, Ephesians, it talks about making melody in your heart. So you're in, even inside your heart, God is expecting you to be having melodious thoughts making melody in your heart to the lord amen yeah you see so worship is an instruction we must obey and it is complete in itself just that the way we've done the services and all that it makes the worship look like worship is not much we are just doing it because it's not time we are just doing it because we are waiting for the preacher. We are just doing it because we don't have anything to do. So we have also, you know, looked down on worship. So when we say we have a time of worship, you should take it very seriously and then very sacredly. Very few things attract the presence of God and worship is one of them. Amen. I said amen. Very few things attract the presence of God And worship is one of them It brings down the glory of God Hallelujah Even in battle There were times when God would tell the 
general, he says that Joshua, he told him, let the um, Levites and the trumpeters and the cymbals, let them go ahead of you. Let Judah go first. You see? And then they went ahead with singings. Wow. With singings. Singings. You see? So, let us now take worship very soon. In the morning, you wake up. What do you want to do? You want to pray. Okay, but also wake up and you want to worship. So do your prayer 30 minutes, then you come to worship. Then you do the worship. As you do the worship, you must know that you are trying to, you are trying to connect with God. You are trying to um, synchronize with God. You are trying to get God to smile at you. Yeah. You are trying to get God to smile at you. You see, so that's, that's why they have the the songs to God are like love songs you see yeah like I wanna be where you are dwelling in your presence feasting at your table surrounded by your glory in your presence that's, that's where I always want to be I just want to be I just want to be with you you see it's like a love song isn't it because if some somebody got it early like Lana Richie he would have made it into a cool number yeah if you sing this song like um william mcdowell he has some songs um i belong to you and then the, before i belong to you he sang um yeah i give myself away that one mm-hmm. i gave myself away so you can use I gave my son. Can you give us the words? Okay. Oh, I gave myself away so you. Here I am, here I stand. Here I am. Here I stand. Lord, my life. Is in your hands, Lord. I'm longing to see your desires revealed in me. Oh, I give myself away. Oh, I give. Myself away so you can get myself away. Come on, I give myself away. Oh, I give myself away so you can. Now, now, last week I told you about your voice, and I told you about your hands. What do you do with your hands? You can lift them up, you can clap them, and all that. Now, today I want to add one more, which is 
your mind when, when we say you are coming to do worship one of the important parts of you that must be involved in the worship is your mind okay your mind why do I say your mind your mind is what can transfer you from the earth to heaven it can transfer you from where you are into the presence of God based on imagination and based on thinkings amen and because an important aspect of worship is your mind you will see that one of the things you also do in worship is to close your eyes amen you have to close your eyes if if you want to enter a certain realm of worship you have to leave everybody and become be alone i read a scripture to you open your bibles with me to um exodus chapter 24 exodus chapter 24 i'm talking about your mind when it comes to worship Hmm? your mind is what will remember the words is that not the case your mind remember the lyrics of the song so your mind has to be involved your mind has to be working he said unto moses now this is god himself speaking he said unto moses come up unto the lord thou and aaron nadab and abihu and 70 of the elders of israel and worship ye afar off you see so you can worship god from afar do you understand and to worship god from afar is not the same as worshiping god at close range you see in verse 2 he says and moses alone shall come near the lord but they shall not come nigh neither shall the people go up with him so moses was going somewhere that the other people were not allowed to go to amen and so god said that look the other guys know okay they should worship from afar but Moses alone Moses alone Moses alone Moses alone should come Amen Moses alone should come Wow Interesting I discovered that At a certain level You have to become alone With God Amen. You have to become alone with God. And the only way to become alone in a crowd is in your mind. Yeah. It's in your mind. It's in your mind. You shut off everything. You shut off everybody. And then you focus on God. How do you do that? In your mind. In your mind in your mind concentration concentration as you are singing concentrate on the Lord hmm? even when you are singing 
you should be able to imagine God in some armor as a wild fighter that you should imagine your enemies on the ground I'm telling you you have to you have to that is the point where some people now worship God from afar off and then some people come near to God he said Moses alone shall come up Moses alone shall come up we thought all of us were trying to go up but not knowing that only some people go up are you listening to me only Moses is going up the others they were not given permission he said they, they should worship what from afar so I want you to understand that in your mind if you cannot connect with God in your mind you are worshipping God from afar yes because as you are worshipping you are thinking of Kenke you are thinking of um, Yokegali you are thinking of how you are going to go home you are thinking of maybe one of your shoes the heel removed when you are coming so you are thinking of how you get a shoemaker to repair it for you you are thinking of a boy thinking of a girl thinking of food thinking of something even as you are going home it's raining you are wondering is there going to be a flood there's so many things to try to compete with your mind and your focus and your concentration on God amen there's a scripture in Isaiah it says that blessed is he whose mind is stayed on me Isaiah 26 3 Let's look at the scripture. He said, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. You see, so as your mind is focused on worry, it shows that you don't even trust in God. You, don't, you can't trust that God will solve, solve your problems for you. That's why your mind is wandering over it, as we are in the time of worship. And it's not a long time. You, you must cut off everything and enter into the worship. Yes, that is why I'm saying that you cannot be in worship and in the heart of the worship, somebody will just come and tap you. Is anybody sitting here? Ah. <laughs> you have come to spot the whole thing. That is why sometimes when the ministration gets to a certain level, certain things become disturbance. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this guy is coming to talk. I don't know what he's talking about. He's coming to, he's disturbing me. He's disturbing me at this time. If it was 20 minutes before, I may not have minded, but at the time, this time now, I'm trying to talk to you about something in particular. He's disturbing me. Everything should just wait and hold on. You can't just be moving around. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You should see Benihim ministering. When he came to Kodesh, one of his guys were trying to do something. The way he screamed at the guy. In fact, we, we, we were all wondering. You see, but at a certain when, when you have entered certain realms and presence and that's what I'm telling you that worship has to do with your mind. Concentration. 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 That's what the song says. Um, let's forget about ourselves magnify the Lord 
and worship him. Let's forget about ourselves and magnify the Lord and worship him. Let's forget about ourselves and magnify the Lord and worship Christ the King. Oh, worship him. Jesus Christ the Lord. You see, let's forget about ourselves and then let's magnify the Lord. You see. And so now your mind, the video, the, the video display unit. I said the video display unit. VDU. The thing in your mind, you see, it should begin to work. You should begin to imagine a palace. You should begin to imagine a battlefield. You should begin to imagine a fight going on and God is on your side. You should begin to imagine that every song you sing. You see, when we sing, Abandoned. You see, so as you are singing, uh, you don't need the words, you don't need the screen, you don't need anything. Just close your eyes and sing. Abandoned. Hotel You see, you so you are close your eyes, you concentrate down. There are two levels. Sometimes you close your eyes, you won't see anything, but at least you won't see any distraction. You won't see any distraction. We are human beings. Sometimes obi obi come pass the mouth. You know, I know people like that in the church. You'll be walking around freely as if everything is okay. So I had a worship leader once, but the problem was with the worship leader. He borrows people's money. So at a point he wasn't coming to church to do the worship. I was wondering. So one day he, he told me, then I understood. Because when he's leading the worship. And then he said, lift up your hands to the Lord. He will see one man there that he has borrowed his money. He hasn't paid. Man will be looking at him with some eyes. Then when he turns here, he sees another woman who he owes. He hasn't paid. That woman will be looking at him. You know the way it is? It's like, as you are there singing, you know, you have made yourself spiritual. Shall we lift up our hands? You want to just, you know, connect to the Lord tonight? You know, you want to speak to him? You know, you want to do this? Then you will lift up a song. Like what song? My heart cries out. Lord, my heart cries out. Glory to the King, my greatest Then you see the guy. He sees the guy there. Then he, he's not happy. Huh? Then he sees the woman there. He's not happy. So he, the solution for him was to have closed his eyes. But you can't close your eyes when you're leading the congregation. You have to. You have to look at us. And then you have to lead us. You see? So you have to close your eyes. You may see some things that will annoy you. You may also just be distracted. Maybe someone that decided to do her hair red, gold, green, and she has come to church. You see? So it will just shake you off your balance. You see? Yeah. Somebody has worn a dress by mistake, short dress by mistake, and then it will make you go off your balance. You see? Somebody will do what? Somebody will be typing on his phone. It can annoy you. As you are doing the worship, the guy is sitting by you doing Facebook. You see, so that one like this, put it down, then you just <laughs> go back <laughs> to the Lord. You see, but I'm, I'm just joking, you know, don't be knocking people in the church, they, they may beat you. 
you'll be surprised. You see, so you have to be able to concentrate your mind. Close your eyes and then concentrate and focus on the Lord. At a certain high level of concentration, your eyes can be open, but you still be concentrated. You will still be concentrated. Your eyes will be open. Oh, I'm looking like this, but I'm not seeing you. I'm looking like this, but I'm not. I'm not focused on you at all. It's just we are singing. Hmm? Comforter to the lowly, the lifter of my head. I see you crowning majesty. We sing glory to your name. Come forward to the lowly, the lifter of my head. I see you veil in majesty. We cry glory. Glory, we cry glory to the King. Lord, my heart cries out. Lord, my heart cries out. Oh, glory to the my greatest love and love. I hand you everything. Glory. Hear the angels sing. Open my ears. Let me hear the sound. Let me hear that sweet sound. Oh, my soul, rejoice. Glory. Glory. I hear the angels sing. Oh, you're the Father to the Fatherless, the Lifter of my hand. I see you come in righteousness. We cry glory to the King. Comfort alone. Comfort to Sing it. Come on. Holy. The lifter. The lifter of my Cry glory, we cry glory, 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 we cry glory to we cry glory to the Lord, sing it again, come on, we cry glory, 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 we cry glory to the 
Concentration. Concentration. Forget everything. Forget everything. Forget everything. Amen. Learn it. Forget everything. Forget everything. So, what does it mean? Turn off your phone. Put it in the dead inner pocket of your bag. Because some people too, as they notice that, they can take your phone. So, he says that in Genesis chapter 22, and Abraham said unto his young men, let me read from 22 verse 1. And it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham, said unto him, Abraham, and he said, Behold, here I am. And he said, Take now thy son, thy only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains which I will tell thee of. Verse 3. And Abraham rose up early in the morning and saddled his ass and took two of his young men with him. Company, isn't it? He took company. Two of his young men with him and Isaac his son and clave the wood for the burnt offering, rose up and went unto the place of which God had told him. Then on the third day, on the third day, you see, they started a journey and they were going. You see, when we start a worship, it's a journey. So he said, on the third day, maybe after 30 minutes or after an hour. So on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. You, you understand? He lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. Now in worship, that place is God's throne. God, where God is. You must be able to see it from afar off. And look at what he did when he saw the place from afar off. And Abraham said unto his young men, Abide ye here. Ye abide ye here with the ass. And I and the Lord will go yonder and worship and come again to you. When Abraham visualized where he was going, he was going to that place to meet God there. At that point, he said to the people that were with him, you see, the two servants, he said they should wait here. And then he also told the donkey, he said they should also leave the donkey. So at a, at a point, you must leave the projector. Otherwise, you cannot enter into the spirit well. At a point, you should leave the projector. The, do, the projector, the donkey that we are using to carry the firewood to the worship place. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You must leave the hymn book. My mother them said, they don't use hymn book to sing. They will sing extemporaneously without the book. Yeah, but you will be having the book looking. Then You say you are not really in the song. Stands and he, him and he, verse and he, that you are, you see, you are out. So Abraham left the two servants, he left the company that he had, and then he was left with only his sacrifice and himself. What is your sacrifice? Your sacrifice are the songs 
that you are bringing to the Lord. That is your Isaac that you are bringing. That's your Isaac. Are you understanding what I'm saying? I'm not teaching from a book. I'm teaching from a revelation. Your Isaac is your song that you are bringing to God. Yeah. And so, you and your song alone. And how you do that here? By forgetting the one on your left, forgetting the one on your right, forget about your landlord, forget about your problems, forget about your debts, forget about everything, and just you and your sacrifice of song. You lift it to the Lord. Hey, not thinking about anybody. It's just you and God. Be the man of Fafa. Meye Raziaye. Namabonidi. Seda. Danyami. Oh, then Namifan. Da. Oh, Yankupon. Nasi. Then Namifayina. Then Namifayi. Minyankupon. Naye. Oh, me the man of Fafa. May ye ratia ye Nama Bonitin Medimanu, come on, Medimanu, may ye ratia, oh, Nama Bonitin Seta. You see, pause. When we are worshipping, it's not time to greet. It's not time to greet. When somebody greets you, you should look at the person with some eye. You are not coming to greet. I'm not about to stop the, the worship. The way I've struggled to leave Adiembra to get to Onyankupon Nedayano. Now, Bemami, good morning. Why are you greeting me? Can't you see that we are worshipping? Why should I stop to greet you? I'm greeting God. I'm talking to my God. Are you in the church? Yes. Look, two people can worship you. Three people can worship. When we come and we see the atmosphere, we see the we see the the <laughs> we see the charging in the place. Because the two or three people there, they are fully concentrated and focused on God. Amen. I listen to what I'm saying. Yeah. Fully con- if you are fully concentrated, and then because at a point in the worship, you feel like kneeling, you feel like lying down. You just lie down. You just prostrate yourself. Amen. You'll not be thinking about anybody. Not be thinking about anybody. You'll not be thinking about your friends. You just let yourself go. You just let yourself go. You just let yourself go. So your, your concentration, your imagination, when we are worshipping, you cannot combine it with indomie. Huh? It's not fried rice. You can't be thinking about chicken. As you are doing, you are thinking about Kobe that you eat or something. No. <laughs> Only the Lord. 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 Your imagination. 
if you have a good imagination, you just can imagine, you know, some lifted hands. You can imagine, you know, something, you know, or just close your eyes. You can't see anything to distract you. And you are just there. If anybody tap you, you will not mind him. If anybody calls you, you will not mind him. If your phone rings, you will not mind it. Yeah. I listen to what I'm saying. Very important. Otherwise, we can't really enter a certain quality of worship. You have to be alone. I said you have to be alone. How can you propose in the market? You can't propose marriage in the market. It's not a commodious place to be proposing. In the middle of your sentence, a kayayo will be passing. She wants way to pass. And it's okay. Then you uh, say, okay, I was trying to say that something, something that hey, then come to pass. No. It will spoil your worship. You have to learn to be what? Alone. 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 How would you be alone? Concentration. Concentrate on the Lord. You want to lift your hands and don't feel shy? Close your eyes. Forget about anybody there. Just lift up your hands. You want to stand up and not feel shy? Just stand up. Don't mind anybody around you. You want to kneel down and not feel shy? Just kneel down. Don't mind anybody around you. You are the one God, the Holy Ghost, is moving and telling you to do certain things. Hallelujah. Are you with me in the church? May you become a beautiful worshiper. May God enjoy your worship. I say, may God enjoy your worship. Oh, may God enjoy your worship. May God enjoy your worship. When you lift up your voice and lift up a song, may God enjoy it. May God be patting his chest and say, oh, 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 this is too nice. This is too nice. May your worship change from today. I say, may your worship change. May your worship go to another level in the name of Jesus. Another level. Thank you, Jesus. Stand to your feet, everybody, as we close tonight's service with a short worship. Thank you, Lord. Bless your name. Give you praise. Give you glory. Yes, <laughs> Why in she Why in she by this message. For copies of this message, visit our Vision Bookshop at our church premise near Wampo One. How worship you. Ha. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
worship you. Would you sing it with me? I worship you, great. I 